Check, 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 check. All right, ladies and gentlemen, nobody asked for it, but here it is the first episode of the Pumpkin Patch Podcast by Pumpkinhead Skateboards. Um, all right, yeah, so basically, just to not dwell on the intro too long, but um, I wanted to start this podcast to just answer a lot of the questions that I've been getting on mass in my DMs and on comments and stuff on TikTok and Instagram, so... Yeah, I thought this would be the place to do it. Answer your guys' questions in long form and maybe help out and educate a lot of the people that might be having the same questions. So, just a little brief history. Um, I started Pumpkinhead Skateboards April of 2019, and since then I've put out the first drop of clothing, and our first skateboards are out too, so... It's been a long process from just, you know, having sketches on a piece of lined paper to actually having, like, a physical product that we're selling on our stores and that people have actually purchased. So, you know, I want to be able to share a lot of that. And also, I just wanted to be able to document the whole process and growth of this company in general and I think it'll be pretty cool five ten years from now to be able to look back and see where we're at so yeah thank you for tuning in and listening if you are and let's get right down to it so um first question is from Andrew Bernard and I'm not making that up um so Andrew Bernard asked where do you get your shirts made and what does it cost? So that's one thing. Um, I screen print all the t-shirts myself. And just, just a little clarification. I answer some comments or DMs or whatever and I say our or we in terms of talking about more than one person. But yeah, I run this company myself and I've had a lot of help from other people. But in terms of the design and the production and the marketing and the shipping and all of that, I do that all myself. I run it out of my bedroom in my basement apartment that I live in with my cousin. So yeah, it's it's all one person doing all this. And so yeah, I actually, to answer your question, Andrew Bernard, the nerd dog. Um, I make all the t-shirts myself. So I buy the shirts from a wholesaler and then I've learned over the past six months or so started in the summer. I've learned how to screen print t-shirts. So the two types of shirts that you usually see are like heat transfer, which is like when you can actually like peel the letters or the logo off the t-shirt and it feels like it's like plastic that's what heat transfer is and that's just like vinyl that they put on a press and it sticks to the shirt because of all the heat um, but all of our t-shirts and what I've learned to do is screen printing so that's like a vintage t-shirt like that's what a screen printed shirt is um, it actually sets the ink into the clothing itself, so it la- the designs last a lot longer. And so yeah, basically it's just the ink dyeing the fabric of the clothing itself. And um, yeah, so um, I don't 
get my t-shirts made anywhere. I make them in my basement with my screen printing equipment that I've gathered up over the past couple months. And in terms of cost, um, you know, since you're like doing everything myself, I mean, it's the amount of time that I put into it, I guess that are now, I think the, the last altogether, the last run of shirts, it was probably about like five days of work, but that's kind of like chopped up over the course of two weeks because there's a lot of waiting that has to go on in between. So, so yeah, I guess it cost me two weeks of not working at an actual job and, uh, but very much worth it so far. And, um, yeah, yeah, you can get like screen printing ink for like 30 bucks and that'll probably make a hundred shirts, but there's a lot of other costs that go into that, like buying a screen printing press, screen printing frames, the squeegees, all the cleaning solutions, and yeah, there's there's a lot that goes into that as well. But thanks for the question, I appreciate that. Um, the next question comes from Epic Dance Maker, and this was a DM on TikTok. But for anyone that wants to write in or has any questions, email it to pumpkinpatchpodcast at gmail.com. Pumpkinpatchpodcast. That's all how you would regularly spell it. Um, So he writes, Hey there, I was wondering how you set your image on your jackets. If you could answer, I'd appreciate it. Keep up the good work. Thanks for writing in, dude. Um, So like I said before, it's all screen printed and I don't, we don't actually have jackets yet. So I don't know, maybe just misspelled that. But um, so yeah, we only have the t-shirts out right now, but very, 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 very soon, um, like within the next two to three weeks from whenever you're listening to this. Actually, I mean, if you're listening to it in the future, they will already be out, but um, we'll be releasing the first long sleeves and sweaters, so stay tuned for that. But yeah, um, like I was saying before, it's all like homemade screen printing. Um, Yeah. All right. This next one is an email from... Um, Christian Lee and he asked will you ever do snowboarding stuff actually um, I'm really not sure about that in terms of snowboarding stuff um, I do snowboard I actually haven't been in a couple of years but I think that'd be really 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 cool to do one day um, but as of right now like I'm really focused on just like making cool designs on t-shirts and printing those and then also making skate decks like that was really excuse me oh that was like a curdly burp i'm sorry about that um i'm really focused on just being able to make more skate decks so like any profit that i get from selling the shirts or the skate decks is like going right back in so we can release more skate decks so that's really my focus right now i was actually listening while we're on this topic i was listening to um your mom's house which is a podcast with the comedian tom segura and his wife christina pajitsky and they had damon johns on it from shark tank 
and um, he was actually talking about why a lot of businesses fail. And Damon Johns, he is the creator of FUBU, which is was like a huge streetwear brand back in the 90s. And it's like it's still around to this day. But regardless, um, he was talking about how a lot of the businesses and like the people who pitched to him on Shark Tank fail because they try and expand too fast. And they try and hit all these different sectors of whatever market or industry that they're in. And they lose sight of, like, the thing that got them popular or, like, what people like about them. So, you know, really at this point, I'm just focused on making skate decks and coming out with new cool t-shirt designs and sweaters and all that. But, I don't know, who knows, maybe in a year, like... I'll make like a heavier jacket or something, but I mean that's that's stuff that's way down the road. So I'd definitely be definitely be interested in doing snowboarding stuff in the future, but as of now, um, probably not. But thank you for writing in, Christian. All right, Jack Irvin, an email from him. So, here are some questions I have for your podcast. One of the gang design shirts releasing. What does your skater playlist look like? Will you be coming out with more designs, products in the future? Thank you for your time, and I love the brand, Jack. Thanks for writing, dude. Um, so the gang design, that's the that's the t-shirt design. I posted it on my Instagram, actually, with the three guys, with the pumpkin head character, the ghost character, who I like to call Boogie, and the skull character which i like to call sticks those are just the names i've come up with and kind of stuck with but they aren't really set in stone um those are going to be coming out within the next two to three weeks like i said with that next clothing drop that's coming out and um yeah i think there's not going to be a ton of them up for sale it's going to be a limited amount there's only 50 total pieces um of clothing and I'm only doing large and extra large for this next drop so that's all that's coming out for that so it's gonna be a limited amount of those shirts coming out um, what does your skater playlist look like huh well usually when you're skating outside up here in Toronto um, it's only when it's spring summer or early fall because it just it just gets way too cold to be outside once like November hits um, and it's snowing and icy um, so it's usually anything that's like kind of like those summer jams you know like like I, I remember like in the spring it always changes up but I was listening to like a lot of Anderson Pack, J. Cole um, but then also like a lot of classic rock like Rolling Stones um, Smashing Pumpkins too which I guess isn't, you know, it's not exactly, like, soothing music, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, or honestly, like, I just, like, go on my iTunes and, or sorry, my, yeah, whatever, my music app on my iPhone, whatever that's called, and I just hit shuffle on my songs, and I'll just kind of, like, listen to anything that pops up. Um, but yeah, sometimes if I do do a, a playlist, yeah, it'll probably be, like, more relaxed kind of music. Um, but in general, I don't, I don't really get how a lot of people like skate in like a park and stuff and have earbuds in. I don't know. Just the thing of like having a phone in my pocket while I'm skating has just never really been super comfortable to me. So a lot of the time I just like, I'll just take it out and throw it down. I'll just skate without any music, but that's just me. 
let me know if you do it differently but yeah and will you be coming out with more designs and products in the future absolutely like i said those so that next clothing drop that's going to be coming out is going to have three different designs in it as well as like the original pumpkin head logo that's on the back of just um the t-shirts and that are still up for sale on our website and that's just like the logo that's on the skate decks with the eyes and the mouth people really seem to like that so we're going to do a couple with those and then we're going to do a dot logo with our name in it um the pumpkin gang design and excuse me that one didn't curdle at least um another one with the skull on it so those are going to be the three designs you'll see them as they're coming out and yeah um there's going to be a lot of videos of like us like actually creating them so it'll be pretty cool to see mm. excuse me i'm burping a lot but i don't know why all right next question comes from calvin cortez hello my name is calvin cortez and i contacted you guys already and you told me to email you your question thank you for actually emailing after we asked you to do that um all i wanted to ask is for a little help i have ideas for a brand and have a lot of drawings i have a couple of pieces of work on my computer and i just have so many ideas what i need help on is on what to do next i started making stickers at school and selling them but i don't really know what the next move is i've made some shirts that i hand painted and embroidered and uh, that i wear and people have asked for the shirts and when i'm dropping clothes but it's a lot of work for me to be doing by myself for so many people what i'm asking is what's the next step what do i do next thank you thanks for writing in dude that's like pretty all-encompassing question that a lot of people have been asking me like little bits and pieces of that so thank you for writing in um so you've started making stickers at school and selling them which is pretty sweet that's like a really good starting point for anyone that's trying to start their own brand or business or whatever like stickers are sweet because they don't cost a lot to get a lot and it's kind of like a marketing tool in itself as well. You have your logo, your name on it. You can just stick them around or whatever. And like people will look and everyone likes stickers. Like I know whenever I go into a skate shop, if I have to get new bearings or whatever, wheels, I always get a couple stickers. Like I, I don't know. They're just sitting there in that glass box staring at you. And I just have to take a few with me wherever I go. Um, but yeah, so you've made some shirts that are hand painted and embroidered which is pretty sweet and people are asking when you're dropping clothes so what you need to ask yourself is like like are you starting a brand do you have a specific logo and like is it one design that people keep asking for because if it is that then you know just i think something that i messed up on when i started out is like i way overshot my estimation of like what I would sell and what sizes I would sell and how much I would sell. Like the reason why for this next drop, I'm only doing large and extra large is because like those sold out in, you know, like pretty quick. And I still have mediums and smalls sitting in my room, just like taking up room. And I actually have like double XL. So if anyone's like larger and a skateboarding definitely hit me up because we got you in stock but um yeah like i overshot my estimation for what 
I think you would sell and like what sizes would be the most popular. So don't get caught up with a huge investment into like buying all these like shirts on wholesale and then spending days and days making them by hand because that is a lot of work like you were saying to do on your own like believe me man I get it I do it all myself too and like it took me like a decent amount of time to get all of those shirts done so you don't want to be stuck in that position because I've been there and it's not fun and then your parents will be like hey why do you have like boxes full of clothing just sitting in your room um so for the time being man like just focus on what's going well like focus on the things that people like if you have people saying yo man like i want a shirt like when is your stuff gonna come out you say hey i'll like do a whole run of clothing just custom get people to say i'm buying get your numbers and like if 11 people want to buy shirts make 11 t-shirts and then you have your stuff out there and people have bought it and for the time being just like let it be all custom clothing i think that's the way to work and then you know once people start asking the people who bought it oh where'd you get that shirt where'd you get that shirt they'll direct them your way you'll get more custom orders and you won't have any stock that you're sitting on it'll just be a hundred percent profit because you know you don't want to spend 500 bucks to get 80 t-shirts that are then just sitting there because that's like money that you know, you have to pay back essentially. And when it's really fragmented, it's kind of hard to keep track of like what you've sold and like how much has gone into it. So I would say for the time being, like just do custom orders and what will come next after that is like a lot of buzz that people are getting because they like your clothes. They like the fact that you're doing it specifically for the people that are buying it. And then as it grows, you'll know when it's time to like be like, okay, these are the sizes that people are usually asking for when they order. This is the design that people like, and this is the color of the t-shirt that they like. So you'll know what the next step is. Then you'll be like, okay, I'm selling 10 of these shirts in large per month, five mediums and five extra large. So I need to get 20 shirts a month. And then from there, it might go up and the demand will pick up. Personally, I think a lot of people say it's better to have things in stock. Honestly, I think it's better to have that buzz and have people waiting for when your things are going to come out next because then you're covering yourself financially. Like, don't, do not go into debt at a young age just because you're banking on having this crazy overnight success because like those things just don't really happen all that often you know I, it's more than one in a million so I mean man it's like you're really off to a good start anyways at a young age so just do custom orders um, and then yeah like that growth will come over months and months and months and months and then years later on like like when I first started, I had my designs out on my Instagram page and stuff, but I had nothing in stock. And it like, you know, maybe I might have lost one or two people because they wanted them right in that second, right then and there. But it's created, you know, more of, of a following because people have been, you know, being like, like 
people that have been following from the beginning are like, oh man, like I remember when you just had those five shirts that you did with your little kit. Like I've been you with, with you from the beginning. It's like those people who are loyal and that love the stuff that you do are going to stick around. So, you know, don't, don't sell yourself short and just look for the quick sell. So thank you so much for writing in, dude. I hope that answers it. Just keep doing your thing and working hard. Um, all right, so I think that's it for questions for now. And there's just one more thing that I wanted to talk about before we kind of like close this out. We're already over 20 minutes. This time goes fast when you're talking to yourself in a dark room. Huh. Um, yeah, so in terms of sponsorships, this is something I get asked and hit up about like legitimately five to ten times a day. And just to preface this, because I don't want to discourage anyone, I don't want to make anyone feel bad or feel like they bugged me, let me get this straight. I love any DM, like any message, any email that I get, like I'm so, so, so thankful that they're coming because it means that people care and they're paying attention and I love that. Like it makes me really happy when I see a full inbox of messages and whatnot. However... I do get this question a lot, so um, I'm going to answer it now. People ask me a lot, and it's usually the same kind of demographic. They go, oh, yo, man, are you sponsoring right now? And then I go to their page, their profile page, and they have zero clips of them skateboarding. Or if they do, it's like, you know, young kids still in the startup phase. You know, they're learning how to ollie, learning how to fakey shove, or just, you know, getting the grasps of riding a board properly still and so to answer the question of if we're sponsoring you know i'm always responding to these to these guys um and this this really goes for like anyone like even if you're really good um just email a skate edit that is like your best chance regardless of who you're approaching if it's plan B or almost or thank you or whatever skate company it is, just write an email saying, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm this old, I've been skating for however many years, and here's my skate edit. Thank you so much. Hope to hear back from you soon. Like, that's the way you should go about things because, you know, you're not going to, like, a lot of the time, like, especially with people like a company who doesn't have the time or resources to be answering every message that comes in. It's like, I can answer every message. Cause like, there's like, you know, 1200 followers about and like 5,000 on our TikTok. So it's like, it's not this huge influx of messages to answer, but it's like, it's like, like primitive. I think like over a million followers. It's like, if you DM them and said, Hey, are you guys sponsoring? It's like, nothing's going to come of that. And obviously the two aren't similar, but the point I'm trying to make is your best chance, no matter what, is to email the company and say, here's my skate edit and like preferably a street edit. And when you're, when you guys are sending in your street edits and stuff, don't put any music in them, you know, just have raw skate tape doing your thing, send it in. And I like, I, fully promise i mean i think you could ask anyone it's like i answer every dm that comes in i try to answer and reply to every comment 
and like I will absolutely check out your your sponsor tape if you email it to us so just in closing on that point don't dm asking people oh are you guys sponsoring because it really just seems at that point when we go and check your page and there's one clip of you skating or no clips at all that you're just on the hunt for free stuff and like you know no one wants to feel like they're getting taken advantage of and believe me i don't feel that way i mean if i was a kid if I was 13 years old and skateboarding, I'd probably be doing the same thing. But just a little knowledge for you guys. Just email. I mean, there's like the emails connected to our Instagram page. So just hit that, attach your skate at it, and we'll get back. Like, I'll get back to you with feedback no matter what. So, yeah, not to sound ungrateful. So thank you to anyone that writes in or DMs. Like, makes me super happy to read those. But, yeah, just something to keep in mind send in your skate tapes don't just ask if people are sponsoring because you know you want to catch eyes on the first glance you know um yes i mean that's that's basically it i didn't really go into why or how or whatever the history of the company or anything or my history in terms of wanting to start a skate company but you know i'm not sure if everyone wants to hear that if you do send an email if you have any questions about anything in terms of starting your own brand or business or screen printing or skate design or any of that email it to pumpkinpatchpodcast at gmail.com and we'll absolutely read it you know i think we read yeah absolutely we read it every email that came in today because there were like four so it will be answered if you write in so do that and we'll catch you guys next time thank you so much for listening